You're listening to The Tool Belt, a manufacturing podcast focusing on logistics, safety, operations, and breaking industry news. Hey everyone, welcome to Ask a Plant Manager, a new series from the Tool Belt podcast. I'm Anna Townsend, Managing Editor of Plant Services, and with me is Joe Kuhn, consultant, author, YouTube influencer, and our newest plant services columnist. In this quick-hitting series, Joe will consider a commonplace scenario facing our industry, and he's going to give us not only his advice, but really quick actions that you can take to get on track tomorrow. Um, you can start small and grow your programs piece by piece. Hey, Joe, thanks for hey. joining us today. I am very doing? excited to be here with, to give very practical solutions and things people can start on tomorrow to get their reliability culture that they deserve. All right. Well, let's get to it. So we're talking today about uh, skills gap. It's a really important issue affecting most manufacturers, if not all of them. So here's our question. This company has been tasked with addressing the skills gap left behind by retirements um, or or other folks that have moved on at the company, um, but the option to hire more people is not realistic for this company. So, Joe, um, how do they get more out of the staff that they already have and upskill without a big budget? Yeah, great, great question. Very common problem in plants today and has been for at least a decade. I'll, I'll say that. So the problem is, you know, you got 30, 40, 50 people in your plant, 10 people retired last year, five more left this year, five more planned on leaving, you know, in six months, and you're not able to get the work done. That's the problem. The problem is not, I, I ask you not to think about the problem is we can't hire people. The problem is we can't get the work done in our plant with the number of people that we have. And the future just looks like that's going to be worse. Okay. So the first thing I do, and I, if you've heard me before, <laughs> I always, I always start with the first step is you got to understand the problem through observation. Okay. People are sitting around the conference room, not trying to offend anybody. You're using your experience. You're using some uh, data that you have and say, hey, you know, five years ago, we were able to get all the work done. We need to hire X number more people. But the problem, like I said, is the system only allows so much work to be done the way it's set up today. Understand that system through something I call chalk circle observation. You can look that up very simply. It is intense observation. So if you've got a medium-sized plant, I'm talking about going out and observing how work is done for two, three, four days, days, not hours, days. Understand the problem. Understand how work is being executed today, okay? And expect to be shocked, okay? Expect to be shocked. The um, you're going to see things like overwhelming unplanned work, emergency job, pulling people off planned work. You're going to see poor coordination with production. You're going to see poor work instructions like somebody doesn't know how to lock and tag something out or they don't know how to do a job right and they have to get help. You know, and, and these may these last two may shock you is uh, at a lot of plants, 
they assign too many people to a job, like they assign three people to a two person job or three persons to a one person job. And then also and this, this this can be embarrassing if you're not, you know, if, if your ego is too big, <laughs> you're not assigning people enough work. So you assigned every you assigned a work crew, two people to do a job in eight hours and they get it done in four. And quite often in observation, you find out that people just aren't assigned enough work. But you only see this when you go out and look for the waste. When you spend days in observation, you could see this. I walk into plants, every single one of them. I've been in, in over 40 plants. Every single one of them has told me this problem. We don't have enough people to start our reliability journey. We can't, our backlog is growing. They say that the, all those same things. It, um, after a week of Kaizen, I mean, and going out and doing this observation in teams, you know, go, not just one person, but going out maybe with the leadership team, understanding what waste is and going out and seeing how work is being executed. 100% of them figure out that in six to eight months, they're going to have too many people, too many people, because they see their work efficiency measured by something called wrench time. I think everybody's heard of that. Uh, I've never been in a plant where I organized one of these guys in over 40 plants where the wrench time was above 15 percent, 15 percent. That's 15 percent doing effective work. Zero percent of the time has it been the work, the problem of the employee. It's the system that they're working in. And you can very easily get that 15 percent up to 20, 25 and 30 percent in weeks, weeks. You can do things like if you say, hey, work's not being coordinated well with production. OK, we're going to sign a contract with production and say when we want the crane at eight o'clock in the morning, the crane is parked in this bay at eight o'clock in the morning. OK, something simple like that uh, instead of it being there around nine or nine thirty, ten o'clock. Uh, adding a job kitter. This is one of the, my most powerful tools I've used at plants is to have a job kitter to put all the parts and pieces together for a job and stage them out at the job site within 10 feet of where the work's going to be executed with the equipment. You wouldn't believe how much time is wasted looking for parts, looking for gloves, looking for certain kinds of oils, looking for, you know, everything that's uh, part of a job. Um, you know, it's kind of like an Easter egg hunt for some of these craftspeople. And that just eats away at efficiency. And if you can get your wrench time from 15 to 30 percent, you got twice as many effective people. Two X. I'm telling you, it you add chalk circle to your data set and it completely changes this equation from we can't hire people to what are we going to do with these people? And that is a that's a golden opportunity. Hey, you can upskill them, maybe start doing condition monitoring, start doing problem solving, you know, uh, maybe do some work that you used to send out to a contractor. But it all starts with observation and clearly understand the problem. When, when I get asked, Anna, when somebody says, here's our situation, we don't know what to do, what action should I take? I get asked that all the time. When people say that, that means to me, you're screaming at me, I did not do chalk circle observation. Chalk circle observation came out of the Toyota production system. It's around understanding the waste you got. And in maintenance, I'm telling you, it's nobody does this. Very few people do this. They, they take their KPIs 
and they take their uh, opinion and past experience. I'm not saying those are trash, but if you don't supplement that with intense observation, you're missing the picture and you're confused. You don't know what actions to take. So specific actions you can take. Okay. Do chalk circle observation. I'd love for you to organize a Kaizen and get five people on your leadership team involved in this and because you can gather five times the number of observations, okay? And make sure it's at least two, three days, okay? That'd be option, I mean, step one. If you can only do observation yourself, nobody, everybody thinks you're crazy, <laughs> go do it yourself. It'll change how you um, do your job. It'll change it, okay? Do it yourself. You'll make better decisions, be right more often. So that's number one, do observation. Number two, create 30-day action plans from that. I didn't say 60 and 90. I said 30-day action plans. Think, you will be shocked at the simple things you will identify. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe you know, we send a crew out to work on this overhead crane once a week, and it's never ready. You know, We send them out at 7 o'clock in the morning, and the earliest they got on the crane was 930. That happens all the time. Then they got done with the work at 1, and they didn't have any work to do the rest of the day all the time, okay? So create those 30-day action plans attacking the waste that you see. And then the last thing that you need to do is always remember you're in sales. Maintenance people, you're in sales. Reliability people, you are in sales, okay? So you gotta connect the dots with people. You got to, at the end of the month, saying, hey, we put in this new contract with production. We put in this new kidder stager. We've increased our wrench time from 15 to 22%. Here's what we're doing next. Because people don't necessarily see the successes that happen in reliability. You So you got to point it out to them. Um, and they'll see it over the long term, but those short-term gains uh, aren't really seen unless you highlight them. So that starts, starts with observation, Anna. That's awesome. I don't have too much to add. I think that's great advice. Um, I think one thing I want to reiterate that you mentioned, just in terms of talking about what the problem is and whether that's wrench time or your process, you know, it's not the employee, it's it's the system that they're working in. And you gave some really great advice on how to get started. We're talking about a 30-day plan. So what can you do right now? And And you grow from there. So thanks. That was great. Yeah, thank you. All right. Well, thank you also to our listeners for joining us. Um, if you have your own questions, please send them our way. Um, again, I'm Anna Townsend, and thanks for joining Ask a Plant Manager with Joe Kuhn. Thank you. Thank you.